Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the house. Right here, hour three of our Saturday morning broadcast. You're tuned in to every Arizona homeowner's happy place where we are here to inform you, protect you, and entertain each of you on everything having to do with your house, home, castle, or cabin. Whether you're new to Arizona or been here your whole life, we have been voted, you need to know, Rosie on the House has been voted the number one homeowner resource and contractor referral for 14 years running. Don't even touch your house. Don't even think about touching your house until you touch base with us at Rosie on the House. And you can do that right now, live. Ask us your question. Let us answer your question. It will not only educate you, but it will educate the thousands of people that are listening to us right now. Give us a ring at one 767 4348 we do have some calls waiting. Okay. And just want them to know I am here. I will okay. get to you in just a second. <laughs> All right. I have a couple questions for you from email this week. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah. Okay? It was pretty crowded this week, wasn't it? Well, here's. here's... I, I owe everyone an apology. I'm, I'm a little behind on my emails. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll catch up. Well, I'll give day. you. I'll give you three. Okay. Okay. So uh, this homeowner lives in Tucson. She says I live in an area where there's no Rosie certified partner. And specifically, she's looking for landscape. No man's land. And she wants to know how I'm, on earth am I supposed to pick a contractor without you or guidance? So we're part of Arizona. Tucson. Tucson. So if you are a Tucson landscaper and you've been in business at least five years, licensed, bonded, and insured, um, my suggestion would be apply. And I would, in the I would, <laughs> I would tell her that at this point she's going to have to go to our uh, – consumer guide on how to select a remodeling contractor and put her landscaping contractors through exactly the same test that we tell people to put their remodeling contractors And it's through. not even specifically remodeling. It's how to choose a contractor. So that, it, it yeah. does apply. Absolutely. Uh, there's enough questions in there that you could get the information to screen anyone. You bet. So Absolutely. Okay. Number two. She says, and I where, where is this one coming from? Um, you know, sometimes I don't know by email. Okay, all right. Uh, I have a question about interior doors. Considering cost and popularity, what type do you recommend, hollow or solid wood? Oh, that's, you know, um, now the, the, the people in construction that know me would not call me a carpenter. <laughs> um, but most people think of me as a carpenter. I don't know a carpenter in the world that would recommend a hollow core over a solid core. And in some places, you have to have a solid. Well, yeah. And so, well, you, not only do you have to have solid core, but you have to have a fire-rated yeah, solid core the between core. the kitchen and the garage. Right. But for the money, I mean, a, a hollow core door is... Um, it's like two pieces of balsa wood with I mean, some air in between. There's nothing to it. It doesn't stop any sound transmission. Um, it, it can swing off the hinges at the slightest little bit of aggravation door slamming. Uh, in my book, Rosie's book, if you want it done Rosie right, you're going to go solid core. That's yeah. an easy one. Yeah, it's, it, I think going with um, quality a little less, and if, even if you had to do, cut back somewhere else, 
quality products are worth the, the money. But don't but don't cut back on your door hardware. So yeah. uh, invest in a good, solid core and go ahead and invest in nice hardware. All right. Okay. And speaking of hinges, yeah, oh, we, yeah. we have a YouTube channel. And yeah. on there you, you have done this video that's quite popular on stopping a ghost door. In other words, you pull the door just shut, shy of shut and it falls back open. Yes. Or you leave it halfway open and it falls back open. And it's, people really like that video, but I need, think I need to worry about you here. She says, Rosie, I think I'm in love with you. <laughs> she says, I just Uh-oh. fixed three doors in my house that have been doing the ghosting thing for 20 years. I fixed it in five <laughs> That's <minutes>. hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, we do have a YouTube channel where we demonstrate on video a lot of the questions and answers we've gotten over the on the radio show for all these years. And you can go to YouTube and subscribe, and every time we cut a new video you'll automatically be alerted. And Jennifer, you have a lot to worry about because there's a rumor around KTAR that I'm the number one most popular radio disc jockey in Arizona for single women over 75. (laughs) And they almost all call me all week long. And and there was probably a time you thought that was old. (laughs) (laughs) That's young. That's really young. Got to get up close to the mic and say, There's a rumor going around that that's the case. And I, that, I, I consider it an honor to be the one that those uh, individuals and homeowners can call and trust. And we'll treat them just like we would treat my own mom. Nice chilly day here in Arizona. Saturday morning, the National Weather Service had a flagstaff posted a temperature chart neutral. So it was 13 degrees, warm yeah, and late 14. Flagstaff and Springerville were in the 15 and 16. 18 degrees in Williams-Paulden, 21 in Chino. Yeah. Cottonwood, 23. Payson, 27. And uh, hopefully some of that temperatures drops down, gives a nice frost to the desert. It's been a few years since we've had a good, good hard mosquito, insect, bug kill-off. And they stated this: uh, these temperatures are more normal for... January weather than November. So. We'll tell you, Snowball opens uh, next weekend. Oh, Romy, yeah. one of those questions came from a woman from Tucson. What do you call people from Tucson? People? What, what, are, they, what, are, they, what are they known as? Tucsonians? Tucsonians? Oh, you're wrong. Oh. You got to take the I out. And Uh-oh. they are very touchy about that. That's Tucsonians. how they found out who belongs Tucsonians. there, does it? Tucsonians. You call them a Tucsonian down there and... They look at you cross-eyed. Okay. They get very upset. They are Bruce very sensitive this. about that. Well, speaking about uh, how you say what you say, what you call, yeah. you probably saw this article that the uh, National Park Service posted on their social media, a public service announcement advising people not to lick desert toads. I mean, <laughs> Now, what is that about? You must I be able have, to get high doing that or something, the, right? I don't know about high. I know it, it killed our dog. Right, right. Uh, Not a smart thing to do. Makes you vomit, nauseous. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine Let's uh, do this, yeah. being an enjoyable high. I have no idea. But apparently there's enough of it that the National Park Service felt they needed to make a statement about it. Now, the funny thing is you've probably heard that because it's been all over the news. And it's been all over the news all over the country. And uh, one of the funny things is how people try and pronounce the name 
of the toad. We're learning more about those uh, psychedelic toads. The National Park Service warned visitors, stop licking the Sonoran (laughs) desert toad. (laughs) Where is that, Romy? The The Sonoran. Well, see, and I think, as and I'm not one that should be making fun of people on how they pronounce words. He is not not a Tucsonian. I'll tell you that. (laughs) No, that was a radio broadcast out of Houston. But I think this indirectly stumbled on a great tool we could use here locally. When people come and they're looking for the Sonoran Desert, oh, you know, we, 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 we can help Go keep west. our population down. You know, Go just west. you're almost there. Pick any direction till you hit an ocean, and, and then you'll know you found it. Or somebody looking for cigarros. Here, I've got a few for you. I so, you know, some of our words are kind of hard. We've been here a long time. We take it for granted. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to mispronounce them, and you tell me what I got here. Mogollon. Mogollon, Rem. Saguaro. That's a Sora. Tuxen. Well, that's Tucson. Xavier. Javier. Yeah, no, I, I, deb- I, deb- I debate that. Even de- people that graduate from Xavier. Xavier. It depends if you're south of the Gila River. Or <laughs> the Gila. The Gila uh, River. The, the Gila de- River. If you're south of the Gila River... That's Javier. If you're north of the Gila River, it's Xavier. Okay. And I know that because if you call Xavier college prep, they say Xavier college prep. And the only reason you know it's Javier is because of your sister. Uh, yeah, I, got, I think I got corrected live on air by my She's firstborn. Yeah. How about? And Ma- named Karen. Hey, Karen. Love you so much, girlfriend. Mazatzal. Matazel. And I've heard that pronounced three different ways. And there was a commercial about that. They called it matzo ball. Yeah. <laughs> matzo ball and, and Matizel. Matizel. And I found out I'm pronouncing one wrong because I thought this was right. Arapapai. <laughs> Arapapai? <laughs> yes. Well, is, that the, is that it? Uh, yeah, I always Arabipa. call it Arapapai. But you always answer me, so I didn't know it was wrong. Uh, <laughs> very nice of you. Yeah, I, I'm a very nice person. Canyon to Chelly. Well, Canyon to Shea. <laughs> Canyon del Muerto. Last one. Chola. That'd be Choya. <laughs> so that's a good way to detect someone who's new. <laughs> and just gently remind, you know. And, and like know. I said, if they're out here looking for the uh, Sonoran Desert, just say, hey. Go west. Just, just keep walking till you hit the ocean, and, and you'll know you're there. <laughs> and you know what? Truth to be told, it depends where you are in Arizona. Because I know people that have called this show and said, quit calling it Gila Ben. What is it? I, and quit calling it Casa Grande. It's Casa Grande. And quit saying Prescott. And quit saying Prescott. If, if you're from Yavapai County, it's Prescott. Everybody else in the state calls it Prescott. <laughs> so I, so you, have to be, you have to be aware of people's temperamental nature. We've got Elizabeth on hold. Elizabeth, we're going to go on a little short break. I promise you, you'll be the first one we pick up right after this short break. Right here at Rosie on the House. Every Arizona homeowner's. Happy place. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Woo! Our broadcast engineer, Mr. Gary D., like myself, is from South Louisiana. And, Gary, if we're going to start making fun of people mispronouncing things. Oh, boy. uh, Now, South Louisiana is a real tongue twister. Uh, can, can you tell me how to find Chapatulis? Yeah, Chapatulis. Chapatulis. Uh, can, 
a, a, a chafalaya. What's a, a chafalaya? <laughs> it's a big, mean river if you're oh, not careful. <laughs> man, oh, man. Talk about tongue twisting. Yeah. All right. If you missed it, it was a great segment about all the things that we mispronounce here Wait, in the real great quickly, state of Arizona. Uh, the, yes. The little community just before the Grand Canyon South Rim, is it Tucson or Tassian? Tucson. It is. I got, oh. Tucson. Ding, 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 yes. finally. Tucson. Tucson. Got it. I know people that want to know where the Navajo Reservation is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it must be at the Sonoran Desert. Keep Go walking until you find the ocean. <laughs> Let's see if we can bring Miss Elizabeth into the conversation, who has called one 767 4348 Miss Elizabeth, how can we help you this morning? Good morning. I hope you're having a magnificent morning. We are. I have a house that was uh, built in... Uh, 2005 and on the patios and in the garage between the expansion or in the expansion joists where they put whatever they put in there it's about an inch wide right um that's coming up in various areas and it needs to be you know all of it actually needs to be pulled out and replaced okay and I was just wondering about how to take care of that. Where are you in Arizona, Miss Elizabeth? Uh, Whitman. Oh, okay. Um, well, what we're going to need to do is we're going to need it. We don't need to take it all out. We just need to take it down to about a half inch below the concrete surface. And then we're going to get in there with a specialized caulk and refill it. That's an expansion joint that you don't want removed. You do want it to stay in there. Um who can we send to Whitman, Romy? Maybe reach out to Border Products, Marvell Masonry out on the west side. That might be a, a place to start, yeah. Yeah. Marvell Masonry at 75th and Northern? Uh, uh, Thunderbird or Greenway. Okay, it's so it's farther north than that. Okay. So, Miss Elizabeth, there's a company called Marvell Masonry. Uh, Whitman's uh, kind of on the edge of a lot of people's service areas. Uh, but hopefully they would have a, a, a concrete landscaper uh, or handyman familiar with that product that they could uh, get you taken care of. We appreciate the call. We really do. Thanks a million. And that'll put up a line for you at one 767 4348 I stirred a hornet's nest again. I asked our listeners to please submit to us any horror stories they have about solar systems that have been installed on their homes. And I would run a contest and say the worst horror story will win a staycation if we can verify it's true. But I would tell you that we can't run a contest because the horror story I got this week would be the winner. I am quite sure of it. These poor people and what they were put through and i mean this goes back to 2013 and they have a diary year by year of everything they were put through by a uh, disreputable solar contractor so i'm i'm continuing to reach out to our arizona listeners if you have a solar system photovoltaic horror story we'd like to hear about it and the reason we're doing this is we're trying to find the most common denominator on what makes these systems be such a disappointment. 
and I want to be perfectly clear, I am not anti-solar. My home remodel will include a solar system, okay? I am not anti-solar, but I believe there is as much bad information and manipulative manipulation of data to convince people to jump in to an expensive investment that oftentimes doesn't work out. And we're trying to identify the most common denominator. How are people most often deceived by the solar industry to make the investment they make? You have a solar horror story. Please send it to me at Rosie on the house We're putting all of this together, not to beat anybody up, but to set benchmarks on improving the entire industry. I'm going to get murdered on that one. Every time I bring it up, it's a a flashpoint. Deep breath. But I tell you what, I am fired up about this to see how people are being mistreated by this industry. It's a shame. Well, it's the same as with the other things that you've done. You know, you've got the resource guides on roofing and air conditioning and water treatment and stuff. Every, you know, people are people. Power yeah. correction factors. So you, you just <laughs> haven't heard those in a long yeah. time, uh-huh. have we? Uh-huh. No, haven't heard about just that. Have to be educated. Okay, so like I say at the beginning of every show, we're here to inform you. Hopefully, we can entertain you a little bit. I thought that bit on on pronunciation was was pretty funny. Um, and we're here to protect you. And that's our that's our, my self-appointed duty is to protect you. And that's what this search for solar horror stories is all about. So I can put together a case to protect each and every one of you. We've got a number of requests so far this morning for our calendar. We are... Uh, sending it to print. So this is like the last weekend that you have to get on the mailing for uh, for distribution. If it's a calendar, physical paper, you hang it on the wall. Has a preview of what we're covering each week uh, for 2023, along with great offers from our Rosie Now certified partners that'll help you save money on projects you may have to do next year just send an email to info at rosieonthehouse.com the address you'd like it sent to and we'll just send you a new one every year until you ask for us to stop or move uh, or you can also order it in our shopify account that way it verifies your address so it won't get kicked back tonight elton john is he really he had a show last night got another one tonight i'm thinking very seriously about just grabbing a ticket and going to see him i don't care where i'm sitting oh you think you can still get a ticket oh there are plenty of tickets available really uh the cheapest one i saw was 50 bucks and it's of course you know it's up in section 300 i imagine it's elton john it's where is it uh chase field okay all right rocket man Man. (laughs) all right we're, we're here answering your questions about home remodeling and home improvement at one 767 4348 Let us do everything we can to uh, remove the anxiety of home ownership, the anxiety of home repair or home remodeling. 
uh, give us a ring, one 767 Put our 48 years of building and remodeling Arizona homes to work for you, to put your home at peace, to put your heart at peace. Our, according to the text, we're having a little hard time keeping the peace this morning. We've had a little interruption for some announcements, mm. political announcements. So people are saying, is this you guys still? So, yeah, we're still here. You know, in 34 years of broadcast, I think we've only been preempted twice. And I can remember. Well, anyway, that's, I think there's uh, a. <coughs> I think more than that. I, I do. I don't remember the instances. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I remember two specific ones, but there was two more that that we. Oh, I okay. think we're up to four now. Okay, not bad. Or five today. Five today. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's guild quality well, right back, there. That's guild quality. The right we okay. can't control that no, when can't. you're on a news station <laughs> and there's quote breaking news, yeah. but luckily on Saturday morning there very rarely is breaking news that they have to interrupt the programming for we, but we are the breaking news <laughs> you can get the entire hour in our podcast so if you miss the first part of the half hour and you wanted to listen to that just go to our website go to the homeowner resources on the tab down you'll see radio broadcast click on that and then you can either listen to the individual segments or get the link for the podcast and then you can subscribe to the podcast if you want and that'll update every week and each podcast is breaking into each individual hour we don't put all three in one and we have each hour in its own theme broken up individually and and if you don't mind me saying so i would have to tell you it's a great segment (laughs) (laughs) we had some we had some fun today we had some fun that was a lot of fun okay okay what have you got for me well during that time i had a call from a lady uh she couldn't hold because she works at the post office okay and i said what is all that noise she goes well it's the post office machine she um (laughs) she's got a little 1300 square foot home cool and she wants to redo the flooring and she said how much about cost me i said well Oh, baby. I, <laughs> so that's like kind of a loaded question. So I told her I'd have you talk through that. Whew. That's like asking me how big is a dog. Hmm. Big question. You want a Chihuahua or a St. Bernard? Yeah. How much will it cost you to refloor a 1,300-square-foot home? I can tell you this. Um, what, are we tearing I'm, out of there? I'm, well, that's part of it. Uh, I keep bringing up this young man uh, that I was, whose home I was at yesterday. Uh Many times at Rosie Wright Remodeling, we will finish the remodel and turn you over to our flooring contractor to come in and then finish the flooring. And uh, so we told him what he was going to spend on the kitchen remodel. We told him what he was going to spend on the bathroom remodel. And then he said, okay, that doesn't include flooring. What's that going to cost? The number, the rule of thumb that we use is about 7 to $10 a square foot that includes tearing out prepping the concrete floor and reinstalling a middle of the line product you can spend that much just on material to put back not counting labor but if you want a general number you ought to figure something in the neighborhood of seven to ten dollars a square foot to refloor you think you're going to refloor that 1,300 square feet all in one thing? You're going to carpet the bedrooms. You're going to hard floor the bathrooms, hard floor the kitchen, hard floor the living area. You know, so luxury vinyl plank. Uh, you know, you're probably going to be right in that neighborhood. And I, I let her know. I'd send her email. We have some great articles on how on the different kinds of flooring, the pros and cons, and we also have 
two gentlemen, uh, Bram Flooring and East Valley Floors, who can talk. They, they represent many different flooring types so that you can kind of get a – Absolutely. You kind of have to educate yourself. You know, do I have dogs in the house? Do I have kids in the house? How, how much is the floor – but under abuse, you know. So. And we're very happy to announce earlier this year, Mission Hardwood Floors yes. out of Scottsdale joined the yeah. network and for a specific wood flooring expert. And we've got a new company out in East Mesa to service That's the right. growing Queen Creek, Santan, Gold Canyon, oh, Red Mountain, OK Corral Floors is uh, joining the network coming here the start of December. I mean, they're they're in the network, but they're just getting all their ducks in the row before they go. Uh, they made it be, through the screening we, process. Before we get all the announcements and, uh, you know, exposure going, I just just let, let us get through Thanksgiving. But we're we're excited. Mm-hmm. We'll have a uh, third all-around flooring expert for Mer- the state. And the greater Phoenix area. They're spread out perfectly. Far east. Kind of. In the middle. In the middle. And then you've got the west side. Nice so spread. you were talking earlier about the forecast you were reading for above the Mogollon Rim. <laughs> um, and it was chilly. It was frosty. And it's going to be cool here. We're seeing temperatures right here in the desert floor, the Sno- Sonoran Desert, uh, that are – Sonoran. Sonoran. Sonoran Desert that are about 10 degrees cooler than normal right now. So that begs the question, if you have a fireplace, is it ready for the season you need to know in maricopa county they will issue no burn days when we're dealing with temperature inversions and air pollution poor quality so all the more reason it's rosie's opinion and it's my experience that the warmest thing about firewood is chopping it did you hear me the warmest thing about firewood is chopping it. So if you're buying it chopped and ready to burn in the fireplace, you're not getting the best use out of the warming characteristic of firewood. Burning it in your fireplace isn't going to warm you up near as much as chopping it. So I would encourage you in Maricopa County to consider what Jennifer and I did 25 years ago. Quit chopping wood. Quit putting live wood fires in your fireplace and convert to a gas log set. A man who worked for Southwest Gas invented a gas log set that looked so real. I've had custom home builders sitting in my kitchen and about an hour later say, Rosie, you haven't put any fire on that wood. wood on you haven't put any wood on that fire. <laughs> no, it's it's an artificial set. It looks that good. It really does. And uh, uh, Mr. Eichler, and uh, he had his brand for a lot of years. His son took over the company, and they did end up getting purchased by a national company. But there are brands of gas log sets that are so real, and they're ceramic concrete logs made to look like real logs. And they give off so much heat. You can turn the fire off, and 30 minutes later— go back and feel the heat emanating off of those ceramic concrete fake logs. So I'm a big fan of it. I would tell you if you've got a wood-burning fireplace and you're getting it ready for this season, uh, call Miss Becky at Arizona Chimney Sweep and get the chimney and the firebox cleaned well. Get it really cleaned well. And then consider converting your wood-burning fireplace to a gas log set, and it will give you the option of never being 
prevented from having the ambiance and the feel of a fire in your fireplace because no burn days mean no burn days of real wood. But you can light that gas log set up. That was my question. Yeah. You can you can fire up the gas log. You can fire up the gas log. The thing set. we always have checked, though, is um, to, to put in a gas fireplace, you need the plumber. So we often have them come out once a year and just check all the connections, make sure there's no gas leak, and then go from there. The soapy bubble test? Yeah. There's all, there's all kind of safety precautions. I mean, you have a fireplace damper at the top of your firebox before the— smoke enters the chimney it goes through a smoke chamber and just at the beginning of that smoke chamber is a is a damper that in the summer you close it so the air conditioning doesn't all go out your chimney and in the winter you open it well with a gas log set you will have to bolt that or bend it or put a clip on it so it can never completely close just in the case you've got a little gas leak down there it has to have a place to go away. But even crimping it and leaving it a little open is still absolutely, totally worth it. That's our weekly to-do, and it, one of the things that we do to be every year is on a homeowner's best friend is if you have a fireplace and you are getting it, the chimney sweep cleaned, and uh, you can record that in your home maintenance app. You go to rosieonthehouse.com and Select on the app, and you can download what uh, what we've licensed for the state of Arizona. It's called HomeZada. And if you haven't signed up for it already, you just use ro- promo code ROSIE, and it'll save you 25%. So now it's a $40 a year subscription. Absolutely. And you can record every single thing you do on your home, when you change your air filters, when you cleaned your chimney, when you flushed your water heater, and you can set reminders. You know, is this a project that needs to be done monthly like your air filters? Is this... Uh, every six months on your water heater is this once every five years cleaning your chimney uh, if you've got a project that you are doing like the your guy that wants to do his kitchen yep. you know you can it's got project management in there for specific uh, projects that you do in your home whether it's kitchen remodel bedroom remodel pool addition you name it and it's enter got, in all your selections enter in your appliances serial numbers manufacturers oh Digital record of, I mean, it's it becomes an owner's manual of your house. Or you can track the people that did the work. Yes. Uh, on the specific uh, install as well. So when you go to sell the home, it also has predictive financing. When can you expect your roof to need to be replaced and what it's going to cost then? And when you transfer that in a sale, it gives you a huge competitive advantage against another house on – uh, similar house somebody might be looking at where you can say, well, here's a record of everything that's happened on my house, who's been here, what's been done, uh, and what you're going to need to invest in next and the maintenance you need going forward. Where a house without that, they're not going to know. And I really think over the course of time, this is going to change how home inspections are done. And I think it's going to ultimately change the lending industry when uh, the it lender ought, can it ought to absolutely can be guaranteed and know the shape and condition of a home. You're gonna get you're gonna get a better it's, a better it's, rate, better it's premium, better, better than Carfax for cars. It's better than that. It tells you the life story of your home. We were talking about funny emails we receive all week long. I got a hilarious one from Peoria. Okay, Mark in Peoria says, "My wife and I have become." Lifetime RVers, full-time RVers. 
And we are in Peoria. He lives in Peoria, but he says I'm currently parked in Iway, Louisiana. Now that's another funny pronunciation <laughs> because other people would say that's Iowa. It took me a while to get that one. Yeah, it, it did too. So, but, so Iway, Iway. But, but down there uh-huh. on Highway 90, Interstate uh-huh. 10, it's yep. not Iowa, Louisiana. It's Iway. But it's next to Iota. But and it's next to Iota, <laughs> and it's next to my hometown of Welch. So these full-time RVers from Peoria, Mark and his wife, are parked in an RV park in Iowa, Louisiana, right on Highway 90. I didn't know there was an RV park in Iowa. And he says, you're not going to believe it, but I ran into your cousins, Jeannie and Hud. (laughs) Or are they eating at Cajun Tails? I don't know where they were. They said, boy, are they great folks. Told them we listened to you when we were in Phoenix, and isn't it a small world? I thought that was absolutely (laughs) hilarious. We talked a little bit last week about trends in kitchens and how we're opening them up, making them bigger, uh, that that we're knocking down walls. Well, the same is true in bathrooms. Uh, Again, I'm going to bring up this young man whose home I went to go look at yesterday, 1967 kitchen. It was a six-by-six box. I apologized to him. I said, I'm sorry, Tanner. We we built thousands of these, (laughs) and and they're they're horrible. You can't do anything with them, and we were going to blow out the wall and expand it into the family and living area. Well, bathrooms are exactly the same way, and there's a huge trend in, uh, in incorporating closets and a lot of outdoor space. So if you're thinking about a bathroom or a kitchen remodel, and it includes making the space bigger, you're falling right in line with what everybody else is doing as well. A little two-step. You remember? A little Arizona (laughs) two-step. I don't remember how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Too much counting, I guess. Yeah, too, way too much counting. Way too much counting. One, two, one, two. After, After about a year of... Western dance lessons. Jennifer just says, you know, I'm really tired of listening to you, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't very can't, romantic. Yet. Can't you just feel the rhythm? I, no. <laughs> it helps it when I count. <laughs> Can you count quiet? No, because then I lose track. <laughs> of one, two, one, two? Yeah, All right. I do. I do. All right. So we're wrapping up three hours of Rosie on the House, where we show up every Saturday morning for the purpose of earning the right and the privilege of becoming you, the Arizona homeowner's best friend. We do that by answering the questions that we answered today from the many callers and the textures and the email questions we got through the course of the week. We answer those questions so the answers can be spread out amongst the Arizona terrain for you, for the edification and the protection of you all. I hope you all use the information. So we always like to kind of end the show kind of going through the broadcast staff here and say, okay, of today's broadcast, what is it that you would want the Arizona homeowners to take away this week? Who wants to go first? Well, I got a good one. Okay. Stop licking the Sonoran Desert Toast. That's my takeaway. Don't lick the Sonoran Desert Toads. And if somebody's looking for the Sonoran Desert, just tell them. Oh, I'm Keep gonna, walking until you find the ocean. I'm going to hike Tom Thumb this weekend. And just, oh, I love the Sonoran Desert. Uh, all right. People who missed our, that segment are not going to get it at all. No, no, That's we, what the podcast is that's for. That's right. Uh, you, can, you can find it. It's there. 
uh, takeaways, Miss Jennifer? Uh, well, I just want to let the people know who are calling. I will get to you here in a, in a minute or two. Um, you know, I just always love the green build topic, and I always am very fond of habitat. So just, you know, and we're getting ready to do remodels, so it kind of makes me, it reminds me to think about for sure to donate things that we that are usable to habitat so they can come get that. And then also, you know, be careful about just chucking things because we want something brand new. You know, we can repurpose things. But I did want to tell you that I went yesterday to the Habitat Restore on Indian School, and I took some pictures of some things I found. I wanted and I put them on Facebook. I just wanted people to see how clean and organized and easy to find everything is. But I also, I didn't talk about this. They also have quite a bit of things that are new in a box, right? So I, That's right. And that, uh, that they get donated. So yesterday I bought a chiminea. I've wanted one forever yes, for the front porch. And it was 40 bucks less. And it was in the box, 40 bucks less than I just stood there and shopped on my phone, you know, compared prices. The other thing I've been wanting is an air fryer. Mm. And, and I got one oh. for 40 bucks. I got it was 80 bucks, brand new in the box. Ooh, and the, comp, the exact same one online was 100 and At the Habitat Restore. We yeah. use ours all the time. I, you'll have to teach me. But I just knew I had to have one. <laughs> so anyway, that's on you'll Facebook. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, great place to Christmas shop, too. There are new things in a box, too. Well, uh, takeaways that I would like the Arizona homeowners to leave today's show with is our message about Habitat for Humanity and the fact that in earlier in our career, uh, uh, I kind of said yes to a lot of charities. We supported many, many, many different ones over a broad spectrum of industries. And it was about 25 years ago we decided let's focus our charitable giving into an area of a community that we can impact. And we picked Habitat for Humanity. And I'm hoping and asking that if, in fact, you're looking for a place to direct your charitable contributions for this year, you would consider Habitat for Humanity. Because not only are they making a difference in your neighborhood, your community, your state, your country, they're making an impact on the globe for all humanity. So that's my number one takeaway. My number two takeaway is I am. I've decided I'm going to run a contest. If you have photovoltaic solar system on your house and it's been a nightmare and you have a horror story about it, we're going to run a contest. Submit your horror story to Rosie on thehouse.com and whoever has the worst solar system story will win an Arizona staycation just to ameliorate a little bit the aggravation you may have suffered. So we're doing this to improve the industry, not to ridicule the industry. But I need your horror stories on any photovoltaic solar system you may have at your home. With all that said, I would only hope and wish that any newcomer to your neighborhood, you would let them know Rosie on the House is here for them, just as we've been here for you the last 34 years. Have a great week.